talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream Super Bowl 58 on CBS with Paramount Plus. If you change your mind, take a chance on the dressing line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Here it is for the last time of the football season. Get ready. Do it at home. I'm still free. Take a chance on me. All right, let's go. Man, that song, there's something, it just does it to me. I feel it from the the follicles on my head to the toenails down below. I mean, I, it's just... All right, look, I don't want to know just, about your body parts. Uh, it just oozes through me, that song. There's something about it. Izzo, Gallo, yes. whoever else we have in digital that I'm yes. unaware of. The idea that a gif is not there for you pumping your fist mm-hmm. for when it, quote unquote, kicks in. Yes. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a complete I, miss. I know. I got to text Izzo. But I told you, he told me that the the music can't play. It's going to be just me. It's a gif. All right. Yeah, I guess we can you make don't a need gif music. out of it. We can make a gif out of it. Right? Yeah. It's true. I mean, wh- what are we doing? It's not that hard. Nope. We did it for 18 weeks, 19 weeks, 20 weeks, whatever the hell it's been. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's, re- it's really, it's ridiculous. You're depriving your people, I, your I public. Know. I should. They should see me. They should see me fist pump the hell out of ABBA because that song is awesome. I can't imagine anyone not liking it. Like, it's honestly one of those songs I can't imagine you not liking it. Like, okay, you don't think it's as good as I think it is, but you don't, you don't. Like no? Do I sing it in I my can't head? Imagine. Yes, yes because it I'm gets saying. stuck there. Yeah, yeah. Because it's catchy and awesome. All right, like a plague. Uh, maybe we'll do uh, like a weekend baseball parlay every Friday. <laughs> Take a chance all year long. I love it. I think I got. I think someone on Twitter suggested I did that today. Uh, but maybe moving forward in the baseball season, we could do it. Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't know how I would do it today. Maybe just MLB futures. We could have taken a parlay on. I don't know. Anywho's. Let's get to it. Let's just pick a an MVP. Now, I don't think you can bet it in New York. So for you New Jersey folks, uh, let's <laughs> for you people outside the tri-state area, why don't you give it a try? I'm going to uh, take an MVP. I'll go first. What the hell? I'll just get it real quick. Um, I think there's a chance. I'm gonna, I, for me, there is zero chance of picking a chief. I think it's silly. I, I don't even Pacheco. Like, I guess that's the like, if the Chiefs win. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes. So I got to pick a 49er. I'm going to take a chance that Ayuk gets a couple touchdowns in this game. I think they could, you could see uh, Kansas City and Spags making sure Debo Samuel doesn't beat them, trying to make sure the run game doesn't beat them. And if Patrick Mahomes gets this offense going and scores some points and you force Brock Purdy to throw it a little bit and he does get that last second drive, we saw him make big plays to Ayuk down the. the the stretch of that game against the the Lions, a little bit of luck with off the the face mask. Maybe that Brandon Ayuk luck's, uh, luck transitions right into the Super Bowl. So at plus five thousand, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to drive to Jersey. I'm only five minutes away from my house up in you know Pleasantville. Mm. I'm only five minutes mm-hmm. away from Jersey. I'm going to drive. I actually want to like set up something. Like I thought it would be a good idea. I never really ran it by anybody, but I live five minutes from Jersey. <laughs> I thought I could have like a little uh, Chris McMonick from WFN football picks. Come drive, get a cup of coffee, sit on the roadside right at the the line of Jersey. But then you know New York got the the gambling thing. Oh. You were going to sell lemonade? Yeah, like, like you know, hot, come hang out with McMonick and yeah. drink 
I'll have I'll have coffee there, hazelnut, any all the creamers. We could sit there right on the road, right where New York becomes New Jersey. I'll give you some pics. We'll hang out, and you know, for a small fee. But that went out the window. Never mind. I still come back to the same thing. It was a decent thing. idea. Where you live, JFK, live or dead? <laughs> I don't know, but apparently Brock Purdy was a man of uh, suspicion. He looks just like him. <laughs> He's yeah, also Brock, got a Brock female Purdy's doppelganger. A, Did you see that? No, he's got a female doppelganger? Yeah, they actually, I think they flew her out to Vegas, and I saw it. It's scary. Really? Yeah, it's scary. That's weird. It's scary. Because remember, they did that quarterback thing that looked like women. Uh, what a, Trevor what a, Lawrence has definitely well, got what one. A, no, well, I'm, no, like, I forget oh, who did it. It's, I see it's what you're the, the, the We did it as an afternoon show, too. Then, like, everybody was doing it. What you look like Yeah, but woman. it was scary. Yeah, yeah. It was, no, some of them were yeah, Joe Burrow. I, well, yeah. No, go look at Joe Burrow again. Okay. Um, this, whoever this woman was, yeah. or girl, I, I, she might even be a teenager. I don't know. It's hard to tell because Brock looks, looks like, like he's 12. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weird. I got to look that up. Okay, I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk plus 5,000. Yeah, look, I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Uh, the idea that I pick the Chiefs and then I'm going to pick a 49er, I don't like hedging. It, it goes against my... Oh. I'm you know, a, my, the fibers of, 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 my, of my being. It's, it's if, not, it doesn't matter. If I'm a lock. Because then I'm just throwing things out there. All right, if, throw up against the wall. George Kittle. Like, if, I, if I, I feel I'll, like I'm picking nothing. You want to the, I'll hedge to the point of ridiculousness. Like, if I take a, if I take a parlay or a teaser and I pick, like, the Monday night game is one of the, the, the teasers and it's, like, the final leg and I'm, you know, I'm, I have a chance to win, like, 150 bucks. I'll go against it on Monday night and just make sure I get my bet back. Like I'm, I'm the ultimate hedger. I'll just to win twenty five bucks back. I'll take a, Fine, a chance. That's in money. That's in life. Well, okay. Feel, what What is this? What, what, what are we doing? Well, I mean, we're entertaining. We're right. Well, it's money. Trying. Yeah, but it's 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 kind of money in life. It's what well, we're talking about. Kind of. I don't know. I. I, I All right. I, pick the MVP. I, I, then. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm. I, I feel no, like I'm God, cheating. God you. forbid you hedge. Go ahead, pick I, I feel like I'm cheating. So if I got to pick the Chiefs, then I know I can't take Patrick Mahomes because yes. that's not allowed. That's not. Yeah. No fun. And I get it. There's not a lot of options because I mean, do you really think Chris Jones is going to get the MVP? No, he's not. He's going to have four sacks and three strip sacks. He's not going to get the MVP. No. It just doesn't work like that. True. So I get it. Mahomes would be the guy. The only other way is if they wind up gashing the 49ers on the ground, which right. is what I think is probably going to happen. Yeah. So you find out if Pacheco winds up in the end zone a couple of times. Yep. If he does, Pacheco's your MVP. Yeah, it's and- not sexy. It's not a great thing. It's the only two guys. It's Mahomes, well, three. Mahomes, Kelsey, Pacheco. Those right. are your three options. Yep. And listen, it's you worth it. rice? It's worth it, to be I- fair, because, I mean, the numbers on FanDuel, you got uh, – Kelsey at plus fourteen hundred. You got Pacheco at plus twenty five hundred. That's worth it, kind of. I would say this: but, you got a better chance in my mind of Pacheco getting the MVP than Kelsey. And it's the simple fact that if Kelsey gets seven catches for Mahomes a buck ten and a touchdown, yeah. Mahomes is going to have three hundred yards and two touchdowns, so he's yeah. going to get the MVP. Yeah. So that you just look at it that way. The only way is if Kelsey catches every touchdown he throws right. and has one hundred and sixty yards. Yeah, or he has a deal with the NFL where he will propose live on national television as the MVP of the Super Bowl to Taylor Swift, and they have a nice little package deal right now to send them both to Disney World and perform live. It's not bad. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's not bad. That they give him the MVP, he takes the MVP trophy and go, this is, you know, the greatest thing of my life until right now. And then he'll get on his knee and he'll propose to Taylor Swift. And then he does the, yeah. you got to fight for your right and all that right. nonsense. That, that right. goes into the And whole. then the heel turn, she says no. Now see that, that I want to watch. Now that would be fantastic. Now, that, now I want to watch. She says no. They stop and the confetti. Away, yeah. And everybody walks with her. Yeah. That would be awesome. That's it. Uh, that would be tremendous. And he's just left sitting there with his MVP trophy. Oh, that would be sweet. That would I'm be in. sweet. Now I'm in. 
and I'm in for next year when they, you know, somehow they get back together or, you know, he's, he's, maybe she's, she starts dating young Joker or something on the team. That would be tremendous. And then we could have like a mega powers, like Hogan Savage thing. Something kinda. like that. Yeah. Somebody that, gets hit with like a. Right. I don't remember. Did he, no, was that no. the bedpan or no? No, and then she comes and then the, the new hit single off her new album, she just proposed, uh, she just promoted the new hit single is I Left Him at the Altar. Like, boom. It, it writes itself. You know, can we get this trademarked? It writes itself. Alex, are we recording? Because I think we just put the entire plot. That's it. That's impressive. Right there. I, I, that would be tremendous. Did you see the, are you into the wrestling at all or no? Not really. I used to be. I yeah. really. I know what's going on a little well, the, bit. The Rock kind of just had a heel turn a little bit. So it's, yeah, it's, but I don't know. I didn't see. I heard about it. Yeah. I didn't watch it. So I don't know if that means that he's not the main event in WrestleMania anymore. I'm assuming he is. I don't know. As of right now, he's not. Oh, so this is the cliffhanger where they're trying to screw well, with you a little I don't, bit. I don't know. He was supposed to be. Then the 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 fan base of WWE went absolutely nuts. That right, it wasn't for Cody Rhodes. Cody, just absolutely nuts. And he had a very funny segment on uh, Pat McAfee where he was making fun of the Cody crybabies. He was, uh, you know, he was rock at his absolute peak. It was very funny. He was like, oh, yeah. oh Cody's got to finish the story. Hey, Daddy, do you want to uh, have catch? No, I don't have time. Cody's got to finish the story. Like, it was very funny. So um, so now we're in limbo. So my guess they've is. They've announced, they tweeted it out. Triple H and WWE have tweeted out Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes at um at WrestleMania, he came out and during the and so they flipped the it kickoff, already. and he announced that he is choosing he, as the rightful winner of the uh, Royal Rumble. He has a choice who he's going to take a, uh, his championship. He's he's entitled himself to a championship match at WrestleMania. There are two champions, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. He has the choice to pick which one he goes against. He picked Roman Reigns. He said nasty things about the bloodline and the family of both Roman Reigns and The Rock. The Rock slapped him in the face. Uh, it was uh, it was rather entertaining. Can I say this as being someone that's been out of this for a long time? Mm-hmm. The resolution, the two things that I can see in my head, yeah. is triple threat. Right. Well, that's the natural, right. Or, and this seems a little bit more of the WrestleMania road from what I've gathered over the years, don't they have the double night? Correct. So why don't you just go main event one night and main event the next night? Correct. Because that feels lot, like yeah, that's what they're... People, that's been a major speculation. The only problem is, is the way they set it up last night is Roman and Rock were like, family and best friends like they they so now that that's now it's almost hard to sell that match because there is no animosity whatsoever so like they kind of ruin the idea of rock roman a little bit but they still have months to change it who knows maybe okay. it could be cody rock and then cody roman that would be freaking awesome but okay. then that doesn't get you the head of the table bloodline final thing yeah we've probably I'm, spent I'm too much time on this. this already but i would think again but, that the triple threat could be that because it feels like it's two on one but instead cody Rhodes still winds up winning and he yes. finishes his story is that what i'm getting yes okay he needs to finish that story mm. he needs to finish that story uh yeah i, th- I, I feel mean, like I, i've kept up pretty well here for not you, watching in many done, many years you've done very well with the limited knowledge you have but no. that's really you get, harley race is not going to be at this wrestlemania right no? i don't i don't know harley race no king Harley Race? Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I haven't watched since, no. you know. Since, what, King Kong Bundy? Uh, Yeah, roughly, yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, what was the last main event that I saw? I don't remember. Hulk Hogan and, like, Sid Vicious. Uh, that's probably the last one that I watched. Hulk Hogan, Sid Vicious. I don't know if they had a. He had, like, a. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, Sid was, Justice, like, I think. Yes, at that it point. was. My, he my was Sid Vicious yes. when I was watching, and then they, you know, no, they I think he was changed. He and was then Sid they, Justice first, and, and then he changed it to Sid Vicious. He was Sid Vicious in, like, the. In the NWA. Oh, oh, was he? And then they don't change the names. They, they always mess with the names. Like Lex, well, Lex like Luger, when he came and, over, he was yeah. the narcissist. Yeah, Instead yeah. of actually being Lex Luger, it was yeah, stupid. Yeah, weird. You know, yeah. like okay. we don't know who he is. 
All right, we're both picking the Chiefs. I have uh, Taylor Swift uh, turning down the proposal of Travis Kelsey after he wins the MVP. Should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Is there a Taylor Swift turning heel prop bet? I would be awesome. I, I would bet it. That would be aw- Just think about that, how awesome that would be. Think of, think of he gets down on one knee, proposes, and she says no. Oh, it would throw the whole world for a loop. It would be the biggest story in the world. It would be very big if just it happened and she said yes and they you know what? embrace and kiss and everything. But imagine she goes, no, and then runs off. And, and like, that would be hilarious. You want to piss off every old football fan? Yeah. She goes with George Kittle and all of a sudden the 49er right, confetti what, falls down anyway. And it seems right. like they no, won. That's what I'm saying. Like, or something like that. Something crazy. I'm in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally in. That would be awesome. Just she says no and runs off. That'd be enough. And he's left just standing there. And then like, you know, Jim Nance. Uh, and we'll be back after this. <laughs> Now you got Jim Nance. <laughs> I'm saying whoever's on the field, it's a CBS. I don't Super know, Bowl, Jim. Right? You got yeah. Romo in the background. Yeah. Great. Oh, what is the biggest moment of his life, Jim? Ooh, what's he gonna do? Oh. He'll never come back from this one, Jim. I know what it's like to lose true love, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's never the same. Sorry, honey. <laughs> Uh, all right, 877-337-6666. Uh, that would be tremendous. Let's take uh, Dove and Rockland uh, real quick uh, before we head to break. What's up, Dove? Hey, you got you guys are hysterical. I love the movie plots. Uh, you got a real career going. There. Oh, well, thank you very much. Um, yes, we could be uh, – I should get into writing for WWE or something like that. I could do it. Definitely. I'm still interested in your take. So basically, I don't really care much about who wins the Super Bowl, which is annoying because I want to have a rooting interest. Lot to two weeks ago, I did because I have a close, close friend who's a Lions fan and, um, and a close, close friend who is a, oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Um, it was a Ravens fan. So I was figuring if either of those teams get in, then I'll really, like, have a rooting interest. Mm-hmm. And at least, like, you know, I want one of my friends to be happy. And then I mentioned that to people, and they're like, it's not supposed to be like that. The fact that your friends have a team, you don't want your friends' teams to win because, you know, because your team's not winning. I mean, I'm a Jets fan, so that's the end of that. Um, so, I like, what's your take on that? Like, if, if you're in the same spot, do you rather have a team to root for for a friend? Or, like, no, I don't want my friend to be able to... Rub it in my face that his team won. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it depends on uh, what kind of friend you are and what kind of friends you have. If it's someone who's going to rub it in your face endlessly for the next two months, then yeah, I guess I suppose I'd rather not have it. But I, I, I think I, I'd root for my friends. Would be I, I'd rather. It depends on how much. Yeah, I mean, that's a completely subjective thing. It depends on the relationship you have with your buddy. If you know he's never going to let you hear the end of it, but ultimately, I think I'd rather root for my buddy's teams. Why not? Except if they're Dolphin fans, because for whatever reason, and I'm not even a Jet fan, like, but for whatever reason, I, I, I've thought this for a while. Like Evan has said it, it's it turns out to be true for whatever reason. And I have a couple of my, and they're both named Christian too, which is weird. But I have two really good friends in my very close circle of friends who happen to be Dolphin fans, and they are obnoxious. Particularly one, just obnoxious. On how great the Dolphins are every single year, they're going to be the best. Like, and then halfway through the year, they're the best team. Uh, two is the best quarterback in the NFL. They're unstoppable. Like this year was unbearable with him in our group chat. 
So if it's the Dolphins, maybe I'd feel differently because that is the guy who would never let us all, like my buddy and my buddy Demar, he doesn't stop. We were at my buddy, we went to my friend's 30th birthday, 40th birthday last year. He's like a year older than all of us. Last December, going over a year now, a year and a couple of months. We were at my buddy's 40th birthday, so last football season in December. And, you know, because I'm, you know, who I am, I mean, we've always argued and I've always been someone who's, who thinks he's smarter than he is, but now I get to think I'm smarter than I am, you know, five nights a week on the, uh, five nights a week on the, on WFAN. So he likes to, you know, get into a sports argument with me. And we're having like a screaming match in the bar about the Dolphins. I'm like, why are we doing this? All I said was two is, uh, two is probably not as good as you think he is. That's all. The Dolphin fans are the worst. But other than that, yeah. For Jet fans, absolutely. I would, I'm telling you, I would, unless they're playing the Giants, I'm rooting hard for the Jets. I want Aaron Rodgers to stick it to everybody. I want this thing to work out so bad. But Woody Johnson makes me feel like it's destined to fail. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Play fake, Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right. 430. McMonagle here with you. 877-337-6666. All right. Let me just get it out of the way real quick before we get to the phone calls. Maury and Eric, hold on. I do just have to apologize to my man. I don't know how I went against him. It's my own fault. When the Orioles traded for Burns, I was not happy to say the least. And I felt like Brian Cashman failed us in many ways as Yankee fans. I think and then he goes to the he goes to the Orioles who just got their new ownership. They're looking maybe to spend money. They got this young core. They won the division by a million games last year. And it's like, why aren't the Yankees doing this? And they're supposed to be all in. And, you know, I, I still feel that way in some in some ways. It's an underwhelming offseason. I'm not letting them off the hook completely. But I yelled and screamed at him for not getting burns. And, you know, some people speculated. And now it's, you know, been, you know, widely reported that it would have taken Spencer Jones, their top overall prospect. That's what Milwaukee was asking for, and they wouldn't get off it. I did not think it would have taken that. That's not what the Orioles gave them. The Orioles gave them... They're sixth and seventh or seventh and eighth, depending on what list you look at. You know, yeah, top 10, but two later top 10 prospects. Like, that's a Peraza and a, uh, you know, a, a Pereira type deal for the New York Yankees. Instead, they insisted on uh, Spencer Jones, their top prospect, who's a, you know, an Aaron Judge left handed hitter right now. He's their top prospect. He runs, you know, he's a, he he's runs like a deer. He hits the ball 120 miles an hour off the bat. He's this young, promising outfield prospect. He's their best prospect in the farm system. And you do not, as much as I'm all in, there there has to be some sort of common sense that you cannot trade your number one top blue chip prospect for a rental. I know you're in all in for one year, and he's Corbin Burns. And, may, and maybe you do it for a Juan Soto. I, I probably wouldn't. I'm glad they didn't have to throw him in the deal. If you don't have to do it for Juan Soto. If you do not have to give up your top prospect for Juan Soto, why do you have to give it up for Burns? And that's where Milwaukee was, and I completely understand, Cash. I apologize. I should have never doubted you. 
I'm still disappointed in the rotation. I wish you'd go out and trade for Bieber now, unless they're asking for Spencer Jones. You can't do it for a rental. I get it. You just can't. There's, there's, there's malpractice inside an organization. I know they're going for it. It's an all-in type thing. I get it. Burns does it. If it, if it guarantees them a World Series, you do it. This doesn't guarantee them anything. You can't trade that kind of prospect for a rental. It's just, it's very difficult. I don't even want to do it for Cease because I don't think he's that good a pitcher. And he's not a rental. It's a multiple year thing. Uh, but at least that would make some sense. You got some control. You can't do it for a guy who you, you got to pay at the end of the year. You, you just can't do it. So I'm sorry, Cash. I yelled. I, I overreacted. That's a deal the Yankees can't make. Brian Cashman was 100% correct in not trading Burns, uh, not trading for Burns if Spencer Jones was the price tag. You don't trade. Uh, obviously, Jason Dominguez, you don't trade Volpe, you don't trade your top prospect in uh, Spencer Jones. You just you don't do it. So I apologize, Cash. I yelled at you, and I'm sorry. I overreacted. I hope you forgive me. 877-337-6666. Tonight is your night, bro. What's up, Maury? All right, so finally the last Abba song. Thank God, thank God, oh, thank God. I don't be so quick. It. Don't be so quick to think. Once the once the baseball season comes, I could see a very easily weekend parlay. No. Take a chance. There is. Oh, if you no, think you are no. done with Abba, think again. Oh no! One hundred and sixty-two games for the month. Well, not God. every not every game. Just the weekends. <laughs> Six right, months good, good of Friday. Take a chance on me. All right, I love the story of the Super Bowl, but I think yeah. says no when she makes out with Mahomes. Well, I don't wife. know about makes out. Come on, and I don't know about with Mahomes. He's married. Come on no, no, now, have wife. some decency, Maury. No, he makes oh. out with the wife. Oh, now well, let's, let's not. Out. No, she makes. <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you. Let's not. Let's and not make. Let's not make so much. Just, I think, just her saying no would and, be enough. And then the music goes on like chicka wow wow. No, okay, forget okay. that. Yeah, you're taking it okay. too far, Maury. Taking it too far, Maury. One more thing. Listen, I don't want. I know. I still feel like San Francisco is going to pull this out. I don't know why. I know they're practicing on this really bad grass, but I do think they're going to be able to play. And I love what the Knicks did. I love it. I yeah. think they added scoring. They added some additional grit. Burke knows the system. Yep. Burke knows the place. I think he's a great addition. I'm looking forward to seeing their run. And uh, like I said, I think we got ourselves uh, NBA finals based on what we did. That's all. Uh, That's all I got. Yeah, listen, I, I, I don't know about that. Um, you know, Milwaukee got better, too. It, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I don't know if you can just put them in. The, I think you have a – and listen, I'll be honest with you. I hate the idea that every time – and I understand why in the NBA particularly. I get it. I get it. Everything is just a matter of can it get you an NBA championship? Is it a superstar? Does it put you over the top? Can it be – can you win a finals championship? Like that's, that's the only thing we care about. And I understand why. And ultimately, yeah, championships are what we're striving for. But like as soon as a deal is made, it's immediately this, you know, back and forth of hey, does it does it put them over can they win a championship now? I don't know if they can, but I'm willing to find out. I don't think anybody thought the Heat would win this, you know, get to the NBA finals again last year, and yet they did. I I mean, I would just tell you, I think right now they are as deep a team in the Eastern Conference as there is. Now, do they have are they as top heavy? No. They're not. Let's just be fair about what Brunson is and, and what Randall is. You know, Giannis and what Boston provides in Tatum, like they're 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 better top heavy. They're better at the top. But right now the Knicks are deep. And I think what this and I've been saying it all morning, there's a couple of different facets to this trade and why I love it on every angle. 
Uh, you know, one, it stems the tide and gives them some scoring while they're dealing now with, as we found out, Ananobi is going to be out for probably at least a month, right? So he's going to be out for a while. Brunson's dealing with an ankle. It's It sounds like it's minor, and I don't know how many games he's going to miss. He missed the game last night against the Mavs, but it might not be much more than that. Maybe he misses Saturday against Indiana, and then hopefully he's back. I don't know, but you're dealing with that injury. And then Randall's going to be gone for two, three. I don't know how long he's going to be gone. It's going to be a while. He's going to be reevaluated in a couple of weeks, and then it's going to be working back from there. So I think it's going to be a while for Randall. It's going to be about a month for Ananobi. And we're dealing with Brunson dealing with an injury. And, you know, he's, he's that ankle's probably not going to feel great even if he can play. So it stems the tide where it gives them some scoring. I mean, um, Bogdanovich can score. He's shooting, you know, 40-plus percent from three-point line. He's averaging 20 points a game for the Pistons. And, yeah, Alec Burks is someone who can get his own shot. Alec Burks is someone who's played with the Knicks. He knows the system. He'll be comfortable. And right off the bat, he's someone who can help keep Brunson off the court when you're going to have to rely on him so much here dealing with the injuries of Randall and and um, um, Ananobi and the idea that, yeah, Hartenstein as well leaves the game last night re-aggravating his Achilles injury. So they're just a mash unit right now, and they're going to need some depth that helps them there. And then clearly it helps the bench when everybody comes back and they're making their push run for the playoffs and they're trying to get through series, they have this bench, they have the ability to come off the bench and score, you know, again, not force Randall and, or Brunson into every spot, every time a 15-point game becomes a 10-point game or a 20-point game becomes a 12-point game. you got to force Randall and Brunson back into the game. Like, it, it affords you a lot of things, plus just depth scoring and another great shooter and makes that second unit much more dangerous and gives Tibbs a lot more options, so it helps them in the short term. It helps this season in the long term. But overall, this deal really makes me recognize how great Leon Rose is and the idea of what he's been able to build here while still keeping this team viable to make the move in the offseason. Like, for years, we've been talking about waiting for that superstar to make a decision to come here. Who's going to finally pick New York? And in the meantime, they're horrible. And you wait around and you're afraid to move assets and you don't want to do this and you want to keep your first round picks, but nobody wants to come over here. How bad do we have to, how long do we have to be this bad? Blah, 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 blah. And Leon Rose has said, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go get better and I'm going to keep my assets. And he's completely transformed the team with the Ananobi trade. I mean, if you think about it and everything they've got, they got Ananobi, they got these, they got Burks and uh, Bogdanovich, they got in free agency in, in recent times, they've gotten obviously. Uh, Brunson, they've gotten DiVincenzo, they've gotten Hartenstein. All three have been excellent for this team, and Brunson's a, a burgeoning superstar. They trade for Hart last year. They've done all this. They've gotten rid of some young depth, no doubt. Some of the guys you thought would be key pieces for this team moving forward, or at least key pieces of a superstar trade, uh, have gone away. I mean, you know, Grimes is in this deal. They obviously lost Toppin at the start of the year. They, they've lost uh, quickly and RJ in the Ananobi trade, so they've traded away some youth, but ultimately they haven't traded away a single. They've gotten all of this without giving away a single first round pick. And they get back the Bogdanovich contract, which is roughly the same thing as Fournier. It's $19 million, and it still can be that expi- aspiring contract asset that you would need in a superstar trade. So they have gotten better. They have forced their way into the Eastern Conference discussion while not trading away any of their first round picks and are still set up to get better in the offseason by getting that superstar that might put them over the top and quell everybody's concerns about actually being an NBA championship contender. Like, they've done it all. I mean, they are as well-run as any team. Forget the city, the NBA. Like, that's how good you feel about them right now. 
And the way Tibbs is, uh, Tibbs is coaching them up, I know he's getting some flack for how many minutes he gives them, but now hopefully he should have some more options and some more depth where he'll be given an option to you know pull you know pull on the reins a little bit as they head down the stretch of the season and into seven-game series and deep into the playoffs. So listen, just right now, the trade makes me feel great about where they are right now. It makes me feel great about where they can be in April and May and June, and it makes me feel great about where they can be in the offseason acquiring another superstar. It's just, it doesn't put them over the line necessarily. It puts them in the discussion, and it makes it still plausible to be that team that goes out and gets the superstar. And plus, never mind the fact that instead of just being a lousy team with a bunch of trade assets, the, these guys like, you know, Kevin Durant talked about watching the Nets play basketball and what was going on and what, you know, they had built there and what Atkinson uh, you know, and Sean Marks were doing building up that roster. Now this other superstars, whether we know Mitchell wants to be a Nick kind of no matter what, but whatever other superstar is kind of out there, look at look at the way the team plays and look at what Brunson's turned into and look at how him and Randall work and look at how uh, Ananobi's turned them around defensively. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league. They're one of the more fun teams to watch. They're deep, they're fun, they're hardworking. You're going to have another superstar say, why not go to the Knicks? It's New York. Uh, I love what they're doing there, and they have the assets to appease my team and send me there. Like, it's just, it's worked out perfectly. And that's really what I take away from this trade. I take away the idea that, man, the freaking Knicks know what they're doing. And Leon Rose is good at this. And despite never, for the last couple years, wondering what his plan was and never hearing from him, he never speaks publicly and everything like that, that's all out the window right now. As far as I'm concerned, he he doesn't have to ever speak again. I don't have to see him. He can go into hiding. I don't care. That's what happens when you win and when you make good moves. You don't have to answer. And then you got the other spectrum of the Knicks, The Jets are so bad, and Woody Johnson says some of the dumber things that you wish he wouldn't speak. In fact, every owner, just stay home. We don't need you. Hal, Hal says dumb things about bunting. Like it's, uh, All of them put their foot in their mouth or don't speak. And right now, I'd rather them not speak. And I know he's not the owner, he's the executive, but you get my, he's the one decision maker right now. Let's take a quick one from Eric because I had him on hold for a while and then we'll take a break, come back and go through Cole's rapid fire. So don't go anywhere, Eddie. I know you're not anyway. What's up, Eric? What's going on? Hey, c uh, I got a, I got a uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Kelsey scenario for you that's going to test your wrestling knowledge a little bit, but it's perfect actually given the, uh, the way this weekend is, is going to go. All right. Um, so let, let, let's say that, <laughs> That yeah, you know, she's supposed to be in Tokyo, right, for a concert. She is. She's going to be in okay. Japan for a concert. Yes. Right. So, so what, what what's going to end up happening is that there's actually going to be a perfect twin at the game. There's going right? to be like a stand-in. She, she realizes she can't make it back, and then the game's going to end. He'll get, let's say, MVP. Right. Proposes to the twin, not knowing it's a twin. She comes back in time, sees the proposal. How do you not know it's me? They've stopped brawling the two uh, Taylor Swifts, right? And and she flats out rejects them. So a bit of shades of the Dave Hebner, uh, Andre Giant, uh, Andre Hogan, uh, you know, situation when he lost the belt. Eric, um, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You have made me realize that maybe I shouldn't have done this at all. I just had a little fun. Now we got we got dueling Swifts. I just thought it'd be funny if she said no, that's all. Now we got dueling Swifts. I love it. I love you guys. 877-337-6666. And we're all wrestling fans, too. And we, also, and we had The Rock. That, that, I'm telling you, that press conference today, whatever it is, the, 
the the WrestleMania kickoff show, whatever it was. I I thought it was really well done. I got into it. And I love the idea of the rock getting booed and turning it into a heel and slapping Cody. I thought it was great. I have to admit, I enjoyed it a lot. I was sitting there watching it with my son. He had no idea. What what did he say? What do you mean by that? What's going to happen? Who's fighting? I'm like, I don't know. We don't know yet. I don't know. I actually thought it was pretty cool. But I don't know about dueling Swifts. That's funny. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. You don't have to sing coming back from every break, do you, Chris? I mean, every break, give it a rest. You're not as good as you think you are. I know, Mom. I mean, it's... but I try. Eddie and Rockland, what's up, Eddie? Hey, Chris, what's happening now? Oh, what's happening right now? Uh, nothing yeah. much, you know, sitting here, getting ready to uh, hand right. it over to the warm-up <laughs> show as we get ready to get into Super Bowl weekend. All right, picture this. Picture it's this. Gonna be- there's going to be a uh, Taylor Swift lookalike, and there's not let me. <laughs> I was going to say you had me for a second, Eddie. I was like, we just did this, Eddie. Okay, right. Uh, you know, Chris, this this is turning into you know Brady and Giselle and New mm-hmm. England with this whole Kansas City. And the only way we could break the curse is you singing a Taylor Swift song on the outtake. That'll <laughs> put, put my money on San Francisco. There you go. I'll, I'll jinx it so with the Taylor Swift song. So if you could belt out a couple of lines Here's the thing, Taylor like, and this, is, and this is why, and again, I don't I don't dislike Taylor Swift, and I'm just having fun. I mean, and I don't. I wouldn't wish that on Travis Kelsey. I like Travis Kelsey. My wife loves the Kelsey brothers in their podcast, amazingly enough, and I wouldn't want to see him actually get turned down. It's just, you know, we're joking around. They've become sort of these cultural figures we talk about like they're not real people. But... Um, the thing with me with Taylor Swift is, and I was saying this before it really became this big story and they went on this run necessarily to the Super Bowl. I was, I think I was even saying this before she became, when she was dating Taylor, before she started dating Kelsey. Like I didn't, I just woke up one day and all of a sudden Taylor Swift was the biggest artist on the planet. Now that might be my own failings that I was unaware. I know she's had number one albums. I know she's won Grammys, obviously very famously, the one where Kanye West gets up and you know takes the award from her or gives the speech or whatever. But like, I know like a, I know like two or three Taylor Swift songs. Like I don't really know that many. There's like there's Shake It Off and uh, like I don't know. Like I, honestly, I I don't know that many Taylor Swift songs. Now that could just be because I I don't know. Like, I, I always compare it to Adele. Like, I feel like I know way more Adele songs. Like, way more. Like, if you would have asked me a year ago, who's a bigger star, Adele or Taylor Swift, it wouldn't even be a discussion. I would have been like, Adele, every time she puts out a new album, it's the biggest thing in the world. That song, Hello, It's Me. I heard that a million times. That was everywhere. SNL spoofing it. Like, it was everywhere, that song. I never felt like a Taylor Swift song got that kind of treatment until she came out that concert tour and everybody had to be there and it broke Ticketmaster and then suddenly she's the biggest star in the world and now forget about it. Like so that's my only thing and not to knock her in any way. I I like most of her stuff that I've heard. I just don't feel like I've I didn't know she was that big a star. 
And now she's turned into absolutely the biggest thing on the planet. And I don't mind it at all. I don't mind that she's there at the games. That's awesome. And by, and that jacket, the the I want to I want to get one of those. Like if I ever you know have money to spend on myself again, once my kids are grown, I would love to have like a giant jersey jacket like she has the Kelsey jacket. I love that jacket. I would rock that all day long. Put you know get me in like uh, Justin Tuck was my guy. I have, a, I have a Justin Tuck jersey. I'll turn that jacket. First of all, you could turn that you could turn that. Uh, that Justin Tuck jersey into a tent. It's an it's it's enormous on me. I don't I don't even know what size someone bought it for me. That's the other thing. There's another problem about being heavy. People think, and I know I'm I'm heavy, obviously, but I feel like I carry it pretty well. But people will buy you sizes. Like I'll get a gift from like my aunt or something, and it's like a seven X, and I'm like, how could you possibly think this would fit me? And the same thing. I someone gave me a gift the, the Justin Tuck jersey. I don't know where they got it made. It's like it, I'm swimming in it. It's the biggest thing ever. I swear. You I, you could make a parachute out of that. You could certainly make a you could certainly make a jacket out of it, and I definitely would. So I, it's not that I don't like Taylor Swift, but sometimes people get say, "Oh, what's your problem with Taylor Swift?" I have no problem with her at the game. I have no problem with her and Kelsey. I show her all the time. What do I care? We've, this is not new. They showed Cameron Diaz with Alex Rodriguez, who we're going to apparently celebrate. Can't wait for that. A Rod Day. Big A Rod Day. From the guy who boos everybody on the first day, <laughs> they're in, in they're in pinstripes. But we're going to celebrate Yankee uh, and Alex Rodriguez. Well, listen, I'm all for it. He deserves the day. But and I'll I'll I'll, I'll partake in my own way at home. If I uh, you know if we're, if I'm not welcome, which I'm, you know I don't know if I have time anyway. But A Rod deserves the day. But my point is, we've seen you know Jessica Simpson. We've like it's never it's not like it's brand new. But I just didn't know she was this big a star. So whenever I talk about her, I'm just like, when did she become the most popular thing on earth? I was unaware. Tony in Providence. What's up, Tony? Hey, how you doing? Good. I just want to let you know, the real Taylor Swift, no twins, will be there. And I phone needs her. Roger, Roger mentioned her in the press conference. He She's did. too big for the NFL. Well, she was She's going to be she there, asked. buddy. Yeah. Yeah. But the bottom line is, no, she is the biggest star. And, yeah, um, and they asked her to do the Super Bowl. Maybe I'm, I'm sure next year she might consider doing it now with her new relationship with the NFL. Right. Which I'm sure and she I, put I'm, on a great I'm show. Apparently, that. it's like a phenomenal concert. And I give her credit for what I heard. Like, she does, like, every song. She plays for four hours, which I respect, you know, uh, a great deal. I love, you know, I hate going to shows and it's over in, like, a half hour and they play, like, the four hits. But, like, Paul McCartney plays long. Bruce Springsteen plays long. Mm -hmm. And apparently she plays, like, every freaking song. And the concerts are a spectacle, so... People actually went to the movie theater and watched like the a movie release of her concerts. Crazy, right? Well, yeah. So you know, I was going to say that next year, don't be surprised if she's the entertainment. That makes more sense next year. And when said this year, I said no next year because well, you don't know who's going to be in there. The bottom line is, um, I just hope that the game is good. I think it will be two great teams, and I still think you have to go with Kansas City. Think about it, Kansas City, yeah. Buffalo, and Baltimore. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, and then to me they had a better, tougher road than obviously. Uh, I would I would say that, and they actually made easier work of it if you believe it. I mean, the the Forty ers were on death's door a couple times uh, through those two games against I would say lesser teams. The Lions proved themselves to be a legitimately good team, uh, but yes, they weren't Baltimore, and you know the Buffalo Bills are better than Green Bay. Uh, although love is really. You know, made a name for himself this year. We'll see how he progresses. But 
It's it's more than just, I don't even care about that. I don't. How do you bet against them? How do you bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid again? Because I did it twice. I bet I thought Buffalo was going to win that game. First time ever on the road for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I thought Buffalo was, you know, on a five or six game winning streak. They they battled their way back from six and six to be the number two seed and and earn the right to host that game against them. I just thought they were primed and locked and loaded. I knew they were dealing with stuff on inju- injuries on the defensive front, but I, I just I still expected them to win that game. And then, you know, I I, I felt differently about Baltimore, but I just Baltimore has been the best team all year. I thought they were going to show out, and this Kansas City Chiefs team offensively has not been the same. And that passing attack and and Patrick Mahomes really all year that which is typically for me, when I have a great quarterback, I want that passing attack to be the strength of the team. And when it's not, I don't view them at their best. So right now the defense is the strength of the team. And, you know, they've reemerged offensively with the passing game, at least the first half uh, against uh, Baltimore. But they've been much better in the playoffs. But I didn't look at them the same this year because their passing attack wasn't nearly as good as it's been. And if Patrick Mahomes isn't the the you know the driving force of your team, then you're probably not as good as you can be. But they've turned it on, and I can't bet against them again. I just can't. I can't. I, I I'm shocked he's getting points. I'm shocked. We'll see if that well, if that changes and how much it really is the 49ers in their futures. I guess that's it. But the game will kick off on Sunday, and honestly. I think there's a good chance the 49ers can win the football game, but I won't be able to live with myself. That's pretty much the reasoning. If I put money on the Niners and I lose, I'm going to be kicking myself for going against Mahomes again. If I put money on Mahomes and Purdy and the Niners figure out a way to win it, I'll chalk it up to just, hey, what are you going to do? I, I, it's all about how I can live with myself. That's what I try to do. And I'll try and do that at home. Starting right now. Everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the game. Be safe at the parties. You know, get an Uber. Take care of yourself. Alex, thank you. Thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. Warm-up show is next. Have a great, great weekend. Have a great Super Bowl Sunday. I'll catch you later.